Hey, everybody, and welcome to episode eight of the Chase Doesn't Know podcast. Thanks so much for listening after a little bit of a hiatus. You are now hearing the voice of a new father. That's right. I had a little baby girl in January. Her name is Sybil, and she is perfect. She's the cutest baby in the world. Yes, much cuter than your baby. I'm sorry, not sorry, but she is. You can look at pictures of her on my Instagram if you would like to, to prove it. Speaking of Instagram, my guest for this episode is a professional Instagrammer. Her name is Erin Bowling, and she runs the Instagram account at Eat Baton Rouge. She posts pictures and writes about food around the Baton Rouge area. And so me being a food dummy, but loving to eat lots of food, it was obvious that I needed to invite my friend Erin on to share about some of the places that she likes to eat, some of the best dishes that she's had, and some of the unknown places, at least unknown to the common folk like myself, in Baton Rouge that we should all try. So I hope you enjoy hearing a little bit about, actually a lot about food, and a little bit about her day job, which for a marketing nerd like me was pretty fun to hear about as well. Again, thanks for downloading this episode, and I hope you enjoy Miss Erin Bowling. Erin, what's happening? Um, I'm just eating and hanging out. Do you do that a lot? Yes. <laughs> um, okay, so thanks so much for braving the hurricane. We had like a typical Louisiana afternoon. Yes. It was, the weatherman said, rain, rain, storming, and then it was like overcast and then as soon as we went to leave work stormed at least he got it right sort of yeah that's true i guess he did but he did say i was supposed to rain yesterday too anyways enough about the weather thanks so much for meeting me i want to talk a lot about food i like so food I. but i am admittedly a very basic uh person when it comes to food okay i love going to restaurants i hate preparing my own food but i feel like i don't know any of the baton rouge food scene because, and you may relate to this because you're from outside of Baton Rouge, mm -hmm. not yeah. in Baton Rouge, but living in Central and Denham, it seems like Options those are people are quarantined. <laughs> yes, and we never make the we never make the forty minute drive to try new places in Baton Rouge. I would just make a shameless plug for Mid City. Mid City, for yes, exactly that reason. I've been discovering great things. Yeah, in you Mid -City. work here now. Well, yeah, and then to actually downtown, we moved yeah, okay. to downtown, but we were in Mid-City for a long time, moved to downtown. Um, so what did you eat for lunch today? Um, gumbo that was catered at my office, which was actually very good on a gloomy day. Solid. From where? Walk-On's catering that is not no longer owned by Walk-On's. Oh, really? Interesting. It like, They started it like ages ago, but they do all the catering for my company. It's really good. Okay. But they're not owned by Walk-On's? No, not anymore. Is it like still good? You know, when Louisiana they started food? franchising, I think they like broke that off. Oh, uh, okay. Yeah. Cool. But it's good. And you work at. So that's not my most exciting answer. Some days it's a cooler answer. Uh, do you do y'all get catering lunches often? Um, about one every six weeks we have a week of where we have people in my office training and we feed them lunch and I train them so I get to eat their lunch. Solid. Okay. I I would expect they would just have like lunches every day. They're just making so much money. Oh, no, thank God. Places massive. Like, I literally, okay, I had gumbo and then also fried chicken and then also green beans <laughs> and then also potato salad and then also banana pudding. Wow. That's Maybe I downplayed impressive. that. That is impressive. Is that, and did you eat breakfast? Um, I ate a banana. Okay, so, ben, so tiny breakfast <laughs> yes. and huge lunch. Yes. And you're not, like, you're 
a tiny person. No, I yeah, like I don't show myself too often on Instagram. I'm I am a relatively small person. But you you ate a plate full of food. Yeah. So me and Carl Carl asked you about before we started Goodwood Grill. Goodwood Grill was that the name of it? Yeah, Goodwood Grill. Yeah. So Carl, I was because I got I picked it up on the way over here and we ate I ate a BLT. A fried mountain of things. No, no, not a fried mountain of things actually because we're trying to be healthy. We're trying to be healthier, sort of. Grilled chicken sandwich. I don't. Yeah, grilled chicken I'm sandwich. I'm no health BLT. expert. You've seen my Instagram feed, right. but I don't know if a bacon sandwich is okay. Well, all right. It's not a big Maybe fried. We, it's not pile number one. It's not on fried. It's got a it's lot of protein. Fried. You what? can get a fried mountain at Goodwood Grill. So. Oh, okay, got it. And that's what you had. That's all I've ever had there. Is like, right. I think it was like fried fish, chicken, fries, onion rings, and hush puppies all in one. Solid. So, um, okay. So let's let's say you have a restaurant that you're going to try out. Mm-hmm. And you know that it's the classic Louisiana menu, yeah. like pretty much everything's fried. Uh, how do you prepare to go eat a huge fried meal? That's probably evening? banana for breakfast day. Okay. Um, I actually, contrary to my smallness and nature, um, I can put away an impressive amount of food, so I'm not really ever worried about like, can I handle this? Yeah. <laughs> Dish. I can handle it. I might not feel great after, but uh, you know. Have you ever done one of those like food challenges where you have to like eat f- fifty pounds? No, of I don't believe in torturing myself with food. <laughs> okay. Like I draw the line at like I'm kind of uncomfortable and might need an escort out of here. Got it. Have you ever been carried out of a place before? No, but um, I I am sort of friends with the couple. I mean, very much friends with the couple who owns Hot Tails. Yeah. And they also serve that like Cajun food that like just puts you in a food coma. Mm-hmm. And for a brief minute, I was like, we're just gonna need to hang out here for a while <laughs> because otherwise, I literally need someone to just help me walk to the right. car. <laughs> nice, solid. Yes. Um, okay, so back all back all the way up. Have you always? Because we, I want to hear about how what you're doing now came to be. Um, but have you always been like a, a foodie, quote unquote foodie? Yeah, I would say so. I've always. I mean, my family's Cajun, so part of being Cajun is part of just being obsessive about food, but not in terms of eating out as much. It's more in terms of like cooking at home and all that. So I was always comfortable with food and always comfortable trying stuff. Cause if you're fam, if you're Cajun at some point, your family told you everything was chicken. So you've eaten like squirrels and rabbits and frogs right. <laughs> and you're really just not afraid to try stuff. Mm-hmm. Like I'm not afraid to taste anything within reason. No, I'm really not. <laughs> I ate crickets in Mexico recently. Whatever. Nice. Um, and so I've never been afraid of food. I've always been super adventurous. But the getting into, like, keeping up with restaurants probably wasn't until, like, after college. Also, you can't afford to keep up with restaurants True. until after college. Yeah. So True. got to get a job before you can <laughs> right. eat out. So is that when you started kind of, like, documenting what you're eating? I think so because... I found pretty quickly after that that people would always ask me, like, hey, what's new? Like, what should we eat? Where should we go? And, you know, when your friends are all standing around trying to figure out where you eat, I'm yeah. always the one who's like, we're going here. Okay. Like, I was just like, I know what I want. So if you guys are all going to stand around and argue about it, that's I'm, gotta just gonna, be I'm really, just going to make a call. That's got to be really nice for your husband. Um, He also loves food, so that's great. <laughs> and he tends to be cool with whatever I want yeah. to go Tori out. Yeah. Tori and I are right. always like, what do you want to eat tonight? And I don't know. What do you want to eat tonight? I don't know. What do you want to eat tonight? Now, cooking is different. Cooking is a whole, like, yeah, what are we going to cook is is an age-old like discussion to be had every uh-huh. day. But where do we want to eat? Luckily, running the Instagram account helps me kind of, like, know, like, you know, I'm super plugged in. And then I'm also kind of always have a list in my mind of, like, either dishes I want to try or places I want to try that I haven't been yet. So Cool. There's always, like, kind of a list in the back of my mind of, like, where right. I should go. Um, so the Eat Baton Rouge, was that the first iteration of... 
documenting your what you were eating and reviewing? Yeah, and, it definitely okay. was. Um, and I started it without telling anyone. Okay, I nice. Think, I think my husband knew. Or I like briefly mentioned it and he didn't know I like really did it. Um, but Instagram tells on you. Yeah, whenever you like link yeah, your account or whatever. Yeah, and so... Like, my friends started getting things that are like, Aaron, join Instagram as Eat Baton Rouge. And they're like, what? I was like, oh, I was trying to be like, I was trying to be sneaky. Um, but even, it, I guess it doesn't tell everybody that because later people would follow me and then I would like, they would later find out it's me. And they're like, I was following you not knowing it was you. Nice. And then like a very long time later, I think um, maybe 225 or Dig or someone was going to run an article. And I was like, oh, okay, well, secret's out now. <laughs> right. Um so, yeah. so the Instagram wasn't the first uh, thing that you were, did you have like a website or Facebook or? No, before? Instagram was the first one. Instagram yeah. was the first. I started okay. Facebook after just because I felt like I should, but I don't really pay attention to it as much. Yeah. I think it's, I don't, I, I mean, it's a it's, dark place. It's my job now, so I pay attention to it, but I don't post myself, place. yeah, on Facebook ever. Even with food really. stuff, people will leave like mean comments, like. Really? I delete them. Oh, do you? I'm shameless. What's, what's the worst comment you've ever had? Well, I posted uh, a dish I thought was fantastic from uh, the merchant, who can do no wrong in my mind. And the, someone left a comment that was like, this looks disgusting. And I was like, looks, well, that means you didn't eat it. And right. he, and then I like, I got dark and I like went and like, looked at his profile. And he doesn't live in Louisiana. And so I deleted his comment wow, and blocked lame. him. I was like, you're trolling me. Lame. I'm just writing about food. Don't troll me on the internet. <laughs> Don't troll me on the internet. Is that uh, is that uh, the merchant or overpass merchant or is there two different overpass places? merchant? Oh, okay, got it. What's so, the proper name for it? Because that's my favorite restaurant. Their sign I says think. the overpass that's your merchant. The overpass merchant. Mm-hmm. I think that's my favorite place. I just want to make sure I call it the right thing. But experienced people that call it, it is, the merchant. It is probably merchant. the place I eat at the most in town. Really? Okay. Solid. I've been there a couple Great times. Burger. It's very good. You Great. had the burger. I think they. Have, I, I will confess I'm not a huge burger fan. Like, it's not my number one, but I think they have the best burger in town. They also own curbs, own curbside, but the burger right. at the Merchant okay. is better. So I good. don't know how that's... And they have two for one on Tuesdays. Mm. You're plugged in. I I know my place. That's the <laughs> I only, know my one place. That's, that's the only time I can contribute to this whole thing, but I just wanted to make sure I was calling it the right name. Yeah. yeah. Um, but honestly, the... You actually said something that's like so true about most people is like I know my place. Like I know the three places I go. And I'm sometimes also guilty of that. Like I just said, I'll go to the merchant more than I go anywhere else. But I think people either just don't think outside of the places they go or are scared to try new places or when you have that moment where you're like, I'm hungry and I need to decide in a panic, they just don't think of like a place mm-hmm. they haven't been yet and we're all creatures of habit. <clears throat> and I think that was part of why I started doing this to begin with was like I'd overhear people say things like, oh, there's like no good food in Baton Rouge. And I'm mm-hmm. like, have you been here? Have you been here? Have you been here? And they're like, oh, no, I haven't even heard of those places. And I'm like, I think you're not trying. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and so I really just wanted to start like posting, hoping people would follow and just go try some new places. Cool. Yeah, I hear that quite a few times. And I think I've probably said it quite a few times. There's not good places to eat in Baton Rouge. So what, uh, so, I mean, how do you tell people to like break out of the mold and go try something new? I mean, truthfully, like at this point, I've posted enough things that like you can probably flip through and be like, I've never seen this place, but this food looks good. I'll mm-hmm. give it a shot. Just go and try it. What's the worst that's going to happen? I've, def- I've actually done that. I pull up your Instagram often whenever we're yeah. looking for a new and place to go. Find something that looks like your thing. And- yeah. Um, what's the, um, so when you first started, what was the very first place that you went? And then what was your like, uh, 
how did I guess how did you feel once you kind of like got the ball rolling and started posting about places and people responding and things like that? Were you like, yes, this is amazing, I love it so much, or what was the kind of like the early? I was pretty surprised. Like, um, I didn't I didn't say anything to anyone because I was like, what if no one cares at mm-hmm. all? Which yeah. was fine because also it's a reference for me when I don't know what I want to eat. I open my own thing and I'm like, what do, what do I want? Um, but I think. I've, people actually followed me, which I was like, oh, okay, this is a thing people are interested in. And then also I found, like, there's a whole community of people who do this. It's certainly not me, but I've met them in the meantime, and we literally all have the same goal. Like, most of us are not trying to monetize anything. We're not trying to, like, support any particular business. Hardly any of us are being paid to do any of this. We're all just like, there's good food here. Let me just help you find it. Mm-hmm. And so what I was ex- surprised about when I started was there are other people doing this. I just hadn't found them on the internet yet until I started doing this. And then you get more plugged into food writers and stuff like that. So. Cool. So uh, so what was the main motivation for you to start at the beginning? Was it just the trying to help other people discover the places that you were Yeah, that you and were then going I, and- my... Yeah, it was definitely that, and hearing people say, like, there's no good food here made me feel sad because I enjoy eating out, and I've had so many good eating experiences here. But then also people were just constantly asking me, just people I barely know, people I know really well, people at work, like, I have a date tonight, where should I go? And I'm like, why are people asking me these things? And then I realized (laughs) it's because I'm a psychopath, and I, like, can answer all of his questions immediately. I can be like, oh, here's, like, three options off the top of my head. And I'm like, okay, maybe... I'm plugged in and I think I'm normal and like the amount that I pay attention to restaurant openings and dishes and specials is like way on another level than everyone else. So maybe I actually am like more informed than the average person on like what's going on with food because I like it. Right. And they start putting it out there. Yeah. They just put it out there. Uh, when did, when did you start exactly? It was a very hot day. Nice. I don't know why I'm setting the scene. Um, <laughs> it, was, it was podcasting. Um, I was at Close Ogden. Your eyes and picture it now. I was at the Ogden Park Prowl. Okay, heard of that. It's very cool. Mid city event. They do it later in the year now. Okay. But this one was very hot, and I was. Uh, I had been thinking about it for a while, but I had happened to take a picture of like some crawfish that they were selling out there. And like some like one of those like nonprofit like lemonade stands was out there, and the picture was pretty, and I was like, whatever, I'm doing it. Nice. And I just like did it, and like literally st- like, like started the account like there. That's and awesome. Posted, and just was like, if this doesn't go well, no one has to ever know what happened. Yeah, that's cool. So you're like in the moment. Yeah. Just pulled out your phone. It's like a little and did spur it. of the moment, but I'd kind of been thinking about it. Yeah, that's cool. So um, some kids lemonade. And that was like a few years ago. Probably. Th- Three, probably like three years ago. Three years ago. Okay, cool. Um, how many places have you eaten at, do you think, and taken pictures of your food? Like, since starting, I mean. God, um, I don't know. You'd have to fact check me big have time. Have to go through and, like, count them yeah, all? Yeah, like 50? Okay. I only do in Baton Rouge, too, so, like, I'm, right. I'm off the clock if I'm traveling, which is nice. Other than, you'll see it on my personal Instagram account if I'm, like, other other where. But even in New Orleans and stuff, I'm not worried about. Really? So I'm going to ask a really ignorant question real quick. What's the actual handle? Oh, eat Baton Rouge, all one word. Eat Baton Rouge. Mm -hmm. Okay. Eat the whole city. I was looking up Eat BR, and I was like, uh, I'm not seeing it. Eat Baton Rouge. So fun story about that. I tried to get that handle, and some restaurant in Italy has it, which is fair. Yeah, um, I'm not, yeah. (laughs) Anyway, but um, Dig Magazine, when they do Restaurant Week, that's the hashtag they use. And slowly over time, I believe that most of Baton Rouge thinks I run Restaurant Week. And I do not. Nice. Well, I every, love Restaurant everybody Week. Everybody uses the hashtag. But it's not me. People will, like send me DMs like, oh, this is so great you're doing this. And I'm like, 
Yeah. You shouldn't say that you don't do it. You're you should welcome. just say they think that I do it. Yeah, I'm like and then I just don't. Just leave it open, but open-ended. Cool. Uh, you write for them though, too, right? Um, I do. <clears throat> uh, shameless plug for myself. Of course. I did write for them. Um, for a while, and I really enjoyed it because I I went to school for mass comm, so I'm I enjoy writing and I'm decent at it. I hope, but um, they approached me just to have like literally like a vertical kind of just just write about food um, twice a week in our magazine. It'll go out in their um, online publication, and then I did that for probably a year, and I really enjoyed it, and I liked writing long form, and I realized I kind of missed it. But then now Dig is not. I don't know if any of you subscribe, but they are no longer doing that. Okay. So I've I was I'm no longer writing, so I'm available. Nice. That's for hire. Say I am for hire. They're like changing the the format or something. I or? don't know. I'm a freelancer, so they're not required to tell me anything. True. Okay. They were just like, hey, you don't have to turn articles in anymore. Dang. And then there weren't any more emails, so I was like, okay. Dang. Do you write? Uh, do you have uh, uh, like a blog that you write separate I, from Instagram? I don't, but now that's my now that's what I'm thinking I should do. Gotcha. Is just write my own stuff. Cool. Maybe um, I'll put a poll up and ask people. If if you should. If I should. If, In does depth anyone reviews. care? Does anyone want to hear even more of what I have to say? I don't know. Um, hopefully so, because they're about to hear like two hours of or uh, whenever until you have to leave. If they've all turned it, it off by now, then the answer is no. <laughs> How dare you if you turn it off now? Um, okay, so what? Uh, so what's your normal format for going and uh, or do you have a format? Like, if you're going to try a new restaurant, do you pick it like the hot? the uh, hot item or just pick something you think sounds good or yeah I do um, if I'm going to a new place I try to bring friends because okay. to really like try a place you gotta try a few things solid and it's you know it's hard to eat like an entree and an right. appetizer well and you said you can eat a lot dessert, <laughs> I can do it but I'd rather share right. and try more <clears throat> things um, so and I can at this point most of my friends trust my judgment I'm like hey we should go to this place um I have led them astray once or twice, but uh, luckily they're all pretty much on board and they will also let me try their food and no one's, I hope at this point, still awkward about me taking pictures in restaurants, which mm-hmm. is, yeah, I think you know, if you it's awkward, awkward it is that, what yeah. it is. Um, night mode is awesome on the iPhone. It's been a huge help. Nice. It used to be like, tough. Um, it's dark in restaurants a lot. Not going to use a flash. I draw the line. <laughs> I like using a flash in yeah, a restaurant flash to terrible. take pictures of food. There's already a stigma with like young people and food and whatnot, but I'm like, I don't care. So yeah. I used to care a lot more and now I'm like, whatever, I'm standing on this chair and I'm taking a picture. <laughs> I feel like it. if somebody looks at you, if you're taking a picture of your food in a restaurant now and somebody looks at you weird, like they have to be like 80 or something. Yeah. I mean, I think so. I used to feel weird about it. And I think people used to think it's weird and now people are like, oh, whatever. It's fine. For sure. Yeah. They see it all the time. Have you, are you uh, following that? Or have you seen that new Instagram account, Influencers in the Wild? No, but that sounds fantastic. Do you know you know who Tank you know Tank Sinatra and he? Yeah, I've seen that account. The meme okay. account, yeah, uh, and he has a huge meme account. It has a, a bad word in the title, but uh, but he started a new one recently, Influencers in the Wild. You should look it up. It's hilarious. Is it mostly like girls? It's everybody. Pretty girls. I mean, things. it's like there's a lot of that. There's it's a lot really of pretty funny. girls like taking pictures and stuff. But I envy. There's tons of. I envy the fashion blogger. Oh, really? level and oh. lack of like caring in public. Self-awareness? I like that. Just oh. <laughs> like, I like that whole, just like, I don't care. I'm doing my thing. Nice. I love that. I'm not going to do it. I'm terrified. That's terrifying to me, but really? I'm like, you, you do that girl. You take that picture. <laughs> so are you like, are you like huddled over in the corner of the restaurant taking the photo? Like, yeah, usually. Okay. <laughs> do you, uh, so whenever you go and try and you have a bunch of different plates with your friends, is that like an opportunity for like five different posts? Or are usually. You, yeah. Okay. I usually try to, um, 
unless it's like a brand new restaurant, I might post several of them just to get people an idea. Mm-hmm. But if, if it's somewhere I've been before and it's, you know, one or two or three dishes, I'll just save a few pictures for later. Cool. Um, there are definitely weeks where everything I post is from like a meal I've eaten before. As long as it's still on the menu, right. I'll do that. Um, but if it's like seasonal or something, I try to get that out right away. But yeah, you gotta, I'm not really eating out that like every day. So. Uh, okay. I was going to ask how many times you eat out a week. Ruining the illusion. Um, (laughs) Probably like twice. Really? Only twice? Yeah. Okay. Depending. I don't know. Depending on the week. And the rest is like like making food at home and eating at home? Yeah. Try to to do a lot of balance. Um, Moderation. Moderation. Seemed like that came up earlier. Um, Yeah. Actually, at home we eat a lot of vegetarian food uh, so that when there is like just a blowout dinner, I feel like. Okay right about it yeah um yeah and i love to cook too so i'm not i'm not afraid to cook i love to cook actually um which is probably helpful for not wanting to eat out all the time but when a new restaurant opens i get that itch of like i gotta try it yeah like, i have to try it <laughs> what's the uh, most recent new restaurant opening that you've been to um i was at building five for their opening like party they had that was really cool um we went to they're not open yet but modesto is gonna be the lit Roca oh, right. Izzo's yeah. family's like upscale taco place. So they've been having these like pop up preview dinners. Cool. And it was really good. Um, nice. So that's where they do not the pop up. They do it at Roca because they also own Roca. Uh, okay, cool. So they just like Roca's decorated it as if it was not Roca and then um, did the taco pop up, which was um, like their queso and chips was fantastic. And um, salsa. So it's like you're starting strong. Nice. And then the tacos are good too. So. Um, okay, so you said burgers, overpass merchant has yes. the best. I think so, personally. Okay, chips and salsa or chips and queso. I'm going to go this new Modesto place. Modesto might have the best. They're not even open yet. And not they even ha- open And they yet. have the best. They might be by the time. Okay, who has second best after them? For? For like chips and queso. And... Um, I really like the queso at Bumsteers. Okay, I still you haven't been there. You can also get it on french fries. Solid. How is Bumsteers? I have not been. Again, not a huge burger eater. Um, right. But other food I've had there has been good. Um, okay. I'm not going to pretend like I can be a good burger judge. Like, Got it. But you said Overpass Merchant has the best, so I'm holding you to that. You can hold me to that. I okay. feel good about that. <laughs> who has the best, um, I think you mentioned earlier, who has the best Thai food? Rama. Rama. Rama has the best food. The best food? That is, oh, okay. It well, is my favorite restaurant. Okay, turn town. it off, Carl. We found the best restaurant in Baton Rouge. We're done. Rama. I had it last night. Shortest so episode ever. Shortest episode ever. Yeah. Uh, so incredible. Thai food. And where is it at? Um, it is across the street from the Overpass Merchant. You might think it's closed. Okay. Because looks kind of run down. It's a little run down. Okay. Um, also, the door is painted the exact same color as the building, so it looks right. like you're not supposed to walk in <laughs> yeah. it. But it is the front door. And, Interesting. And it is. It there are holes in the walls, but it doesn't matter. It's delicious. What's like a good Thai dish at this place? I would get pad Thai, and then I would get. Mm. They have this one called Penang Shrimp, and it's like shrimp cooked in curry. Okay. It's, freaking incredible i've uh i think i've only eaten thai again i mentioned earlier that i'm not very cultured in food so forgive me i think i've had thai once but uh at the place on sherwood right by sherwood and corsi thomas likes Duong it Taiwan? Duong Taiwan? um i don't know i've only had thai food whenever in you Thailand. when you cross airline all the other side of airline uh-huh. all the roads are confusing to me uh, okay corsi, which one? yeah it's like uh well i don't know i don't corsi remember the name is of it, blue bonnet 
Blue Wanet right, turns, right. turns into Corsi. Yeah, down past the chimes. Dong Taiwan, which is a good Thai place. Okay, solid, sweet. I haven't had Thai food in Baton Rouge, but I just went to Thailand in January, and I've been okay. Dying. Well, like you just won up this whole thing. <laughs> well, no, I've been dying to have Pad Thai here because now I, had I feel it there like you should lower your expectations. Oh well, <laughs> I didn't know what to compare Don't it get to your back up, there, like in Thailand. So I'm kind of excited about maybe finding a place to go. To to Thailand. go to go try it there you go all of my vacations are about eating so mm. that, I want to hear about that I had sure. street food there my wife wasn't a big fan she's like, I can't believe you ate that I can't believe you ate that dog it was not a dog but it was like straight a off cat. a cart on the side of the street I defied all against all odds we went to Mexico City this year and went with uh, my husband and two friends and we ate we went on a street food tour so we ate at like nine or so street food like stops mm-hmm. and everyone got food poisoning except for me Wow. <laughs> nailed it. Nice. Yeah, we just all, we all kind of just said our prayers and like said, we'll take that. And then we ate it. It was good. And just kind of waited for the damage and there wasn't any. So nailed Lucky. It. But yeah, uh, what did you eat? Sidetrack. What did you eat in Mexico? Um, the street food? It's mostly tacos. Okay. But they're like, you know, just a guy in a cart on side of the road. Just whipping up tacos. Whipping up tacos. And getting people sick. Yeah. And then like um, they, they have this crazy... Basically, like junk food carts. If they were on, if they were in the French Quarter, these people would make a killing. Really? They literally sell like lots of kinds of chips, whether you want like lime or spicy or whatever. They're just like glorified Doritos, mm-hmm. and then they put like cheese and corn and all kinds of like stuff on top. Candy, gummy bears. I don't know if you're high wow. or hungover or drunk, and you pass this cart, you'd be like, yeah, I kind of do want some Doritos and gummy bears. <laughs> That sounds crazy. It, it's so strange, but we had I had some without any of the like candy stuff added mm-hmm. to it. It was just like chips and like really fresh because all their produce is so fresh. Right. But like it was really good. Uh, I actually was I went to IHOP this morning because I was meeting someone, not because I really normally, we all know normally go better. to IHOP. Yeah, Tori would agree with that. I don't I don't know if I I would agree anyway, with that. I think they're about the same in my head. But anyway, I saw well, on their that's menu. Why I'm the food person. You're right. Here. You're so right. That's, and that's why I'm asking you all about all of the knowledge that you have. But I saw on their menu they have pancakes, cereal pancakes. Speaking of gummy bears on tacos, so they're making pancakes now with Lucky Charms and cinnamon toast crunch and cinnamon toast is the best cereal. Is it? Mm-hmm. She's got all the opinions. <laughs> it's of food. Cinnamon toast crunch it's is definitive very statement. good. Is very it's good. The best cereal. Are we allowed to talk about processed food? In this? Sure, I okay. eat processed food too. All right, what's the best cookie? Processed? Processed cookie. So this is hard because some things I attribute to nostalgia. Okay, fair enough. Um, But I gotta go Oreo. <laughs> yes, love it. It absolutely it's, is. But I also ate a ton of Oreos growing up. So. I love an Oreo. We, we Oreos have Thin in our fridge right now, and they are... Thin mints are good. Dangerous. And the peanut butter something. It took me a long time to get on the Thin Mints train, and now like I'm all about it. I already ate my whole sleeve. We only bought one box, and... You had one sleeve of them? Yeah. There was a Girl Scout set up at Mardi Gras on the parade route, and that she will be a successful entrepreneur. No doubt. Crushing it. Do you know how much Girl Scouts, I just heard this the other day, how much much in dollars Girl Scouts uh, sell? Why can't I get the sentence out of my mouth? How much money they make selling Girl Scout cookies every year? I can't wait. $800 million. I was about to guess a a billion. Yeah. It's insane. I, yeah, I, I knew it would be an astronomical, astronomical number. It is. I asked somebody the other day. I want to know how million. much of that is still sitting in their parents' kitchen. I don't know. If, if you have thin mints sitting in your kitchen not eating them, like... Because I think... Oh, the parents of ways, the girls. There's two ways to Girl Scout cookies. You place orders. Right. Or you buy them all and then hope your kid can sell them. Right. I feel like if you can't sell Girl Scout cookies, you can't sell 
Yeah. Anything. I'd vouch for that. Be. I work with salespeople. I vouch for that. Right. Let's talk about Lamar, by the way. We'll come back to food. There's like tons of food. But I'm super interested in Lamar. Uh, I need to get a billboard. How much is the billboard going to cost me on I-10? Ooh, I don't sell the billboards, but I roughly can probably answer this question. On I-10, those like big, pretty fancy ones, like yeah. when you're sitting on Like traffic. a Gordon McKernan billboard. Gordon buys all the billboards, so How much would it his cost range me to buy is his? large. But the good ones that are like on I-10, like where like traffic sits right. at like the 10-12 split are probably like $1,200 a month. $1,200 a month. Yeah. That's actually affordable. I was expecting like five grand or... That's my best guess. Seven grand a Batter's month. office might call what about the big digital like, ones? She's a liar. Big digital ones? A little bit more. 14. The digital ones are more. They're more, even though they're only have to on the seven space. seconds. You do have to share them. That's interesting. They're, but you can do cool stuff. They like, look really good. You can, like if you <clears throat> just decide like you want to put something else up there, you can. Like I know like... Um, right. Like Mockler will buy them and rotate their beers like... And, you know, you can have, like, multiple things on there. You can you cool. buy weather trigger them. It. Like, if it's hot, it plays this. If it's cold, it plays this. Smart. Like, you can do some cool stuff. They're really fancy. They are. I like the LSU scores. I appreciate that when I leave. Yeah. Yeah. LSU does a beautiful job with their athletic department, like, mm-hmm. marketing. Oh, yeah. That's all another podcast. For sure. We got to try to get somebody from over there. I maybe. Know you got any connections? I do. Ooh. Holla. We'll catch up after. Um, okay. So, what do you do at Lamar? I okay. I my team, the team I'm on is called Sales Operations, and they are the liaisons between our. We have like 900 salespeople. Wow. Um, and then so it's like nation nationwide. Yeah, we're nationwide. We're pretty. We're in like all but like four states, I think. Um, and so we are the liaison between our sellers and like the technology that they need to sell. So we support the software that they use to sell with and any like data. Um, there's like a measurement system. It's real nerdy. It's real nerdy. That's why. That's what I'm asking um, about. Yeah. So there's like you've heard of like TV ratings. There's also sure. out of home billboard ratings. So my my team also handles that part and getting it in to like media planners and media buyers' hands so they can make good choices. Okay. So what's uh so like you're looking at are y'all doing like surveys to get numbers or like how do you we get numbers? We have like a third party of... company that does all that for okay. us. Okay. And then y'all you just kind of analyze we just, yeah. the we the tap numbers. into their databases and grab it and then um, I am technically the research and development manager. So I'm supposed to like improve the existing systems and like make new, not make, not, I don't code, but I work with our developers to make new systems that they need to sell. Like, like, uh, internal tools for Mm -hmm. the salespeople. Okay. So what's the, what's like the normal daily thing that you're doing for, oh, I do want to kind of get like nerdy and and ask about all the. Today, I, glad you got me this drink. (laughs) Um, today I, we're working it's on Coca-Cola. a Coca-Cola. Yeah. That's what she's drinking. Coca-Cola classic. It's Coca-Cola. It's classic. really good. Um, today we were working on integrating um, like flexible pricing into one of our systems. Where like if you buy more billboards, you get a discount. If you buy them for a longer time, you get a discount. So today I spent all day testing the logic of is this giving me the right price that I expect based on the packaging. Okay. And so this is and like then a it thing. Wasn't and so, and so I just nightmare. did that. I just did math for like six hours and then decided wow. it wasn't. Really That's what you went to mass comm school for, right? That's exactly why yeah. you go to mass communication school. It's to do data math. and analytics. Same. Did you exactly. go to mass communication school? Yeah. Oh, I but when that. I have to write out descriptions about data and analytics, I write them very well. Like well right. written. Thank you, Manship School. Right. They read it and they're like, yeah. wow. Thanks, Manship this? School. Solid. The mathematician did not write that. <laughs> yeah. She speaks human. Uh, so this, so it's like some. It's like what a salesman would talk to somebody and put in an order and get like a quote from okay yeah so it's like setting up that stuff uh what about the uh so like the data and stuff that y'all are looking at from third party like numbers and all that from the third party research do you see and like analyze all that stuff yeah 
Okay. And then, but more so, I s- make sure that the software and the systems they have can let them grab that information without having to like be a data analyst. So they have softwares where they can pull. Like, Got it. So you're like repackaging it, yeah, and making and it, it user friendly. Yeah, yeah, writing in a way people can understand. Cool. Uh, okay, so marketing it's nothing to do with food. It's very uncool. I like it though. Solid. I, I do remember, uh, like, I don't, we I saw you, I don't know, a few months ago. Me and Tori ran in to y'all somewhere I think but we were at a very cool art show I just want this to make us sound like cool people was that oh was that that Thomas's like art, Thomas's show? art show that's yeah. right that's right yeah we're, we, we're, we're cultured very cool people. for sure we do cool things yeah, well you do always. a lot of cool things I do once every once in a while um, but before that I don't remember the, the last time that we like saw each other or whatever but I do remember because uh, you've been working at Lamar for a Ever, while how forever. long 12 years 12 years right but I do remember you talking about what you were doing and uh and it sounded super interesting, and and more importantly, and this is why I kind of started the podcast is to talk to people who are like really passionate and love what they're doing, food for you, mm-hmm. and then also your day job, which a lot of people out there hate their day job, but I don't hate it. You like it? I don't hate it. Do you, do you love it? Do you like it? Love I do it? most days. Okay. Four out of five days a week, I really like my job. Right. There's always that one day that you're like, this place. That's pretty great, though. <laughs> yeah. that everybody? It's good odds. Yeah, yeah it's yeah, good, it's for good sure. enough. It's the best case scenario, I would say. Uh, how many people are on the team that you, like, how many people do you work with every day? There's six people on my direct team, but then we're on a broader team of, like, 30. Okay. And then and you work in that huge building on corporate. Corporate Boulevard. The nice, uh, the nice concrete. One, not the one you see off the interstate on I-10. Right. That's our sales office. We oh, have okay. like 180 or so of those across the country. Wow, crazy. But the one on corporate is the headquarters for the nation. Yeah, and they Solid. made Gordon McKernan, not me. Really? Yeah. That wasn't my office. Does Gordon McKernan, this might be, maybe you have some insider knowledge on no, this. No, people, every time I say I work for Billboard Company, they're like, do you know Gordon? Do you? <laughs> um, I have actually met him, yes. Solid. Shook his hand? No. Uh, uh, he has like, sometimes he uses our building for things. Of course. He's yeah, like VIP. He's like he could probably do whatever he wants, mm-hmm. right? Pretty much. Can you get him on my podcast? I don't know. <laughs> I'm joking. I know um, a guy who knows a guy. Okay. We'll talk after about that, too. Now, I see, this is why I have my pad out. I had a question that Gordon I forgot. Gordon McKernan is the I only thing currently Gordon written McKernan. on Jason's Oh, pad. insider knowledge. Okay. Do you know, you've seen the Gordon McKernan memes page? Yes. Did Gordon McKernan's people start that? I, no, I don't know that, but uh, we all suspect that they did. Oh, you do? Okay. Because yeah. I saw it, thought it was hilarious. Because our billboards like, are on there, year. like, constantly. Right. But and then, but I was talking to somebody about it, and they were like, "Oh yeah, I think Gordon McKernan started that, or his people." And I was like, "What? I didn't even like, I didn't even I, think about it." Kinda, but that's genius if it did. I kind of assumed they did. I don't know. I don't Are know. there people? I just look. Maybe I was a hopeful person. Who don't work for Maybe him? I was a hopeful person that thought there was some clever person out there that was memeing it up, not for. But I will say, self-promotion um, gets heated about Gordon McKernan, but there's a Gordon McKernan like in every city. Right. So. Why is that type of lawyer? Or um, yeah, I guess it just problem? works. Yeah, I've heard some slanderous language about mm-hmm. that type of lawyer. Anyways, moving on. I was going to ask you about, uh, uh, because I'm in marketing, a marketing mm-hmm. question. Do you have any, and not to be in any way disparaging towards your employer, because we, of course, do not want to do that. But the kind of the thing out there, the I don't know if you would call it like, uh, what's the word? Can't think of the word. Like the common knowledge, whatever that word is, for, whatever that word is, uh, that billboard advertising isn't as good as it used to be, and you shouldn't spend money on billboards. You should spend money on like social media and all that stuff. What is Lamar's thought around that whole thing? Um, for us, we actually 
well, so our major competitors used to be newspaper or radio, TV. Mm-hmm. That's all so segmented that like everyone watches TV different. Um, buying that advertising is actually really difficult now. I mean, it's hard to reach like a lot of people in one place because we all watch TV differently. Radio's just like gone now. Newspaper, like may it rest in peace. Although journalism is important, but printed <laughs> newspapers, right. like may it rest in peace. Right. Um, so now it's more so online, and we actually, if you run an online campaign, you need people to your your best case scenario is people search for you online. Mm-hmm. Um, we actually do a really good job at reaching massive amounts of people who may not be searching for you, but who we may be able to inspire to search for you. Okay. Um, so we actually frequently pair um, online advertising campaigns with out-of-home campaigns, and I think it works really well. Cool. Also, have you seen traffic? I was about to say, I so, see billboards every day. Yeah. I might not listen to the radio or watch much TV, but I see billboards They're every day. There. I have to drive to work every day. People Solid. are still driving, so there's that. That's true. Not for much longer, hopefully. Hopefully we won't be driving for much longer. We'll deal with that if it happens. I don't know. <laughs> Can't predict that. <laughs> <laughs> right. Um, I feel like I want to ask you more about uh, the like the back end of working in the app. Because like, I work, I do marketing at mm-hmm. the job that I'm at, but it's like small, just in Baton Rouge. Um, how, how involved are you, I guess, in like the any of the marketing side of like strategy stuff, I guess? Not so much for our company. Although I sit by those folks. Um, mm-hmm. They're super smart, but not so much me. I'm more uh, my clients so to speak are our salespeople um Got and getting okay. them what they need to sell <clears throat> okay not so much like getting lamar out there it's not really my not my thing right um cool so you are uh, how many people did you say like six people work with, directly with you yeah. and y'all are working all servicing at 900 people yeah is that like uh how do you manage all that stuff is it are you in communication with all of those people what fairly we, what regularly? What we did, which this is just business advice for anyone. Love it. We hired what we call a communications manager, and she's like a shield. Okay. She takes all feedback and, like, processes it into, like, hey, I'm hearing this a lot, and takes it back to us and says, like, we should probably do this. And then she um, goes back to the field and is like, hey, here are some updates. Here are some changes. We made a new thing. We got a new thing for you. And everyone thinks she does everything. Nice. And so everyone only talks to her. It's brilliant. Nice. So she shields and she's you really from good at it, but she shields us from the humans, so to speak. Gotcha. Um, There's a lot of them. Is that building on the inside super nice? It is super nice. It looks like a prison. It does look like a prison. An 80s prison. Right. Um, it is really cool on the inside. Is there like a, know. do y'all have like cool coffee bars and like? Um, our coffee is terrible. Oh, okay. Which is really sad. Um, I have beef with community about what happens in our building. Community Coffee does the coffee? They do, but for but some it's reason, terrible. it's terrible. And I'm like, I've been to a CC's, and the coffee's fine. <laughs> and then I have it in my building, and it looks like it's the same machinery, but it tastes like garbage. Um, what is your favorite coffee? Um, here in town? Yeah. French Truck. I think French they do truck. a really good job. Okay. Yeah. Solid. They do a good job. Um, there's a bunch of others. I like Reve. Just Rev. I don't know if yeah, it's Reve or Reve. It? If someone could clear that up for me, that'd be great. So the, uh, so the, the one people of the guys, in White Star, they do a good yeah, job. Yeah, one of the guys I work with is working with them, uh, and or has worked with them, and he said, he talked to the guy that owns it, and that guy says Rev. Rev. Yeah, so I'm going with that. But I felt like if it was Rev, shouldn't it be R-E-V, not R-E-V-E? I guess, is it, is it French? Probably. There's, there's no like thing on the E. I don't know. Uh, what's your coffee drink of choice? Do you get like something loaded up with sugar? Black coffee. Black coffee. Straight up black coffee. Solid. Like, like and French Truck has the best black coffee. They do. Okay, sweet. Do you get coffee when you go out and eat, like dinner? 
No. Uh, every now and then I'll order like a shot of espresso after dinner. After dinner? Just trying to be hip. I don't know. <laughs> wow. Sometimes. That, that's for like the after parties? Yeah. Okay. I don't know. It's good. I like espresso. Um, But actually my husband is super into coffee and has really like upped my snobbery level. Coffee snob. On, yeah. Because I used to like have sugar and stuff in it. And I just kind of liked coffee, and now it's like he like grinds coffee beans in the morning and like does a whole thing, wow. and it's like the whole thing. PSA: If you're not married, you should probably look for someone who likes to wash dishes and make fresh coffee <laughs> beans, grind fresh every morning. I bet it's it smells just, amazing. You know, it does. Um, so he will like get beans from places like French Truck does a good job of like roasting fresh beans, mm-hmm. and that makes a huge difference. Okay. Yeah. Where are their beans from? I, I hear this is the question to ask. It is, and. He would probably know like a lot more than me, but like Ethiopia is always a really good place to look for coffee beans. Okay. Uh, essentially, like most of Central South America. But um, gotcha. If, if I see Ethiopia, I'm like, yeah, that one. That one. Give me yeah. that one. Um, whenever you go and eat, um, do you eat dessert a lot? I don't eat dessert a lot. Um, I I don't love. I don't not like chocolate. I'm, like, I'm human. I like chocolate, but like, if your options are like chocolate molten lava cake with chocolate sauce on it or like I could get another thing that's salty I'm gonna get the salty thing okay like if I have to pick appetizer or dessert I pick appetizer every time okay um but I I don't dislike dessert it's just if I'm trying if I'm have the limited space we're gonna go salty not sweet got it makes sense um also feel like no one really has like standout desserts not really. Yeah. There used to be, um, or not used to be, Kalura had a pastry chef. And in Baton Rouge, mm-hmm. not a lot of restaurants have like dedicated pastry chefs, um, which I think is some of that issue. But, I mean, unless you have good bread pudding, then I'm in. But you don't have a pastry chef necessarily to make bread pudding. That's right. like actually a pretty simple <clears throat> thing to make. And especially in Louisiana, there's tons of it, and it's great. But they did have a dedicated pastry chef, and they were making these knockout desserts. And I don't I don't know if she's still there or where she is, but... What did you say the restaurant was? She could was? DM me. Hit her up. What was the restaurant you said? Calura Street, where Chelsea's used to be. May it rest in peace. Oh, okay. God, yeah, I remember Chelsea's. I didn't didn't even know this place existed at Chelsea's. You should go. It's, uh, just go. Don't read, don't look at any pictures of the inside. Just walk in. Just walk in. And remember that it used to be Chelsea's. Like the uh, Thai place. What was it again? Rama? Rama. Rama. Don't look at the outside of Rama and don't look at the inside of, was it Colette? Kalora. Kalora Street? Yeah. Kalora Street. Which is apparently the name of that street that's under the interstate right there. Oh, okay. That works out. I'm going to have to, I'm going to listen back to this Mm -hmm. podcast and write write down, yeah, everything that we're talking about because I'm not writing at the moment. Um, Okay, appetizers. I started earlier, but we like, I I got distracted. Burger and uh, chips and salsa. Who, what's some of the best appetizers that you've had? Um, Actually, so my expectations were low about the Solera Tapas restaurant that's by the Bulldog only because that is where restaurants go to die. Right. Like that place has been like seven different restaurants in the last whatever, but they opened and I was like, all right, I'll give it a go. Because sometimes I just go see how it is. Mm-hmm. But they, it's a tapas place, so basically everything is an appetizer and they were really good. They had this like um, sweet pepper stuff with like manchego cheese on top of this like crunchy bread. It's amazing. Nice. So yeah, that whole place, if you like shared food and like little bites of stuff, it's awesome. Sweet. Um, okay, going through some more things. Who has the best tacos? Okay. I'm going to get philosophical. Okay. There's a lot of kinds of taco, and you can't rate them all the same. There's like okay. Tex-Mex, which is like 
Lacaretta or something. You know, Tex, mm-hmm. It's like Tex-Mex. It's mm-hmm. covered in cheese. And there's like Mexican tacos, which are drastically different, never covered in cheese. And they're more like braised and really slow cooked. And it's more about like how they make them. Getting real uppity here with it. the taco situation. But um, but so there's a tiny Mexican meat market on Florida Boulevard called La Morenita. Okay. Um, and they make like Mexican the real ta- tacos, the, Mexican the real ones. Yeah. Um, so they're fantastic. But then there's this, again, Modesto place that is like fancy Izzo's. Okay. That's opening. And they are going to be, uh, actually, I literally think their slogan is like, more Mex, less Tex. Nice. And so it's not like super traditional Mexican style tacos, but it's somewhere in the in-between. It's sort of like government taco. I would say they're in the in-between. Okay. They're like creative and adventurous, but it's not just like ground beef and cheese. It's like, actually, government taco does a good job. Yeah. I do like government tacos. Yeah, they do a good job. I've been and there. But I would say they're in the in-between. They're like the creative tacos realm, which Torchies will be when that opens too. It's like creative taco realm. Gotcha. But then there's like Tex-Mex and then there's like actual Mexican street right. tacos, which cool. you need to go to La Maranita to get. La Maranita. Sweet. Well, definitely. $2 per taco. That's pretty good. Yeah. It's pretty solid. We've gone to the Casa Maria Taco Tuesdays. Have you been to Casa Maria? Okay. So we talked about growing up where there's like no food. There is a Casa Maria in Gonzales. So <laughs> like if yeah, I never out, have Casa Maria again, it's out great in Watson, that's we actually we, had one. Yeah. yeah. That's where we go. Uh, and you lived in Gonzales your whole, and Baton Rouge your whole life, right? Um, Gonzales until uh, after college. Then I moved to Baton Rouge. Gotcha. Cool. So is it is uh, so Baton Rouge is in your blood. That's why you want to promote the food scene so much. Yeah, I or? like it here, and um, I like the size of the city. I like so we grew up in the suburbs where like you go grocery shopping, you see like nineteen of your cousins, um, or at least I do where I grew <laughs> up. Um, whereas like in Baton Rouge, it's not so big where you'll never run into anyone you know, but it's not so small that you like see everyone you went to high school with all right. the time. So cool. I think it's a good, like, in-between size, city-wise. Yeah. If only they could figure out the traffic stuff. That you would be just, grand. I don't sit in traffic because I don't, again, plug for mid-city. You're just like, you're already there. There's no traffic. Right. I'm trying to move. Hopefully it worked out. How long is your... It seems like you know people. How long is your commute? Right. How long is your commute from your house to Lamar? Um, so it, my entire commute is one school zone. Wow. Yeah. Wait, where a, do you live at? Um, College Drive. And then we work on corporate. Oh, okay. College drive-ish, foster, whatever. Um, so yeah, it's it's one. It's the Westdale Elementary School zone is my commute. Solid. Yeah. Um, cool. Okay. If I wanted Chinese food, where should I go? Like you want like takeout, takeout crappy Chinese food, or know. like okay, no, this is let's what say I w- take yeah takeout crappy Chinese food. I don't really know. I don't actually. I wish someone could tell me because recently my husband and I were like, "Oh my god, what if we just got garbage Chinese food?" And I have heard Kings Walk on Jefferson is like, "What's up?" Okay. And we went to it and it was closed on oh, like a, a day. I feel like it should have been open. Maybe it was Chinese I think New it was Year. Like Saturday. Was it recent? Because Chinese New Year. It might have been. It might have okay. been. And I was just culturally uninformed. <laughs> right. There's always a possibility. <laughs> but um, I've heard good things about that. So I want to try that. But what I would more so recommend is just hit up that new Chow Yum Fat on Perkins. I have been there. Legit. Because yeah. that is, they, I just keep going back. Like, I think they can do no wrong. Mm. Been I've only great. been once. It was amazing. Just like we went dumplings for the, for the party. and it's like reasonable pricing and it's just good. Yeah. And it's like a variety of things. And they accommodate, like, whatever your diet situation might be. Like, you can probably still eat there, which I appreciate. Solid. Yeah, that place is very, very good. What's your opinion on people eating at chain restaurants all the time? Please just stop. 
<laughs> just stop. Other than Taco Bell. Sorry, it's good. Um, just stop. What about Raising Cane's? I guess Cane's? you can have your Chick-fil-A. See, Cane's is weird because it still feels like we should love it because it's here. We also, do love it. It's good. Yeah, we do love it, right? Better. You love it? I love it. Okay, they yeah, closed yeah. the Cane's by my office. Yes, they did. I'm kind of happy about that, truthfully. It was too close. <laughs> right. It's too much Cane's. But, um, no, that one I still like attribute to the hometown, you know? But, like... Chilies and stuff, just stop it. Right. Because whatever you want at a chain restaurant, whatever the thing is that you're going there for, you can find it from a local chef who put like their heart and soul into it and mm-hmm. just and it's gonna be better. Is it just that comfort thing, you think? I think so. And I think I think people are creatures of habit and right. some people I think are genuinely afraid to try new food, which it to me is a foreign concept that is just insane because it's my goal in life to try new food. But mm-hmm. I really think people are like, eh, I like the things I like. Have you uh does anybody pop out in your mind that you've like converted to being from going from a chain restaurant person to a a homegrown restaurant? It's hard to say. Most of my friends trust my judgment on like, let's go here. I don't know if I've converted anyone. Maybe maybe people follow me and they're like, screw chilies, this looks good. Right, right. I was gonna say you probably converted many. I hope people. so. I hope someone was <clears throat> like, I'll eat these quesadillas instead. Right. That's one thing that, like, we've, uh, like I said, living outside of Baton Rouge, and there's, like, limited options. Most of it's, like, chain stuff. And then growing up, I felt like we kind of mostly, when we went out to eat, we went to, like, Ryan's and, yeah. like, Yeah, but it was whatever. what was there. Right. And so I'm, I wasn't, like, uh, it wasn't, it, that was the habitual thing. Mm-hmm. And so then as I moved out on my own, just kind of yeah. kept doing it. But there's stuff here now. Right. Even, and like, then, even like, in the suburbs, like, there's stuff. Yeah. And you you uh, mentioned Roca earlier. That was one that like we tried randomly um, with the whole mid city scene, and it was like phenomenal. We keep going back; it's amazing. That's the epitome of pizza. Can we talk about pizza? Yeah. So pizza. What's the best pizza? Again, I have to lay out an entire theory and platform on pizza. There are four kinds of pizza. Four kinds. Okay. There is delivery pizza. Mm -hmm. Fast food pizza gets brought to you. It's fine. It's a thing. Um, What's your favorite of that? uh, Domino's, but you have to get the hand tossed. Okay, love it. We get not, that Love the caveat. Not opposed to it. Yeah. It's fine. It's a the, thing. It's good. It'll do the job have if you, had you the, need it cheap and delivered to you. Right. Have you had the handmade pan from Domino's? I'm sorry. I think that's what I meant. The pan. Oh, yes. Handmade, okay. The thick one with the crunchy cheese on the right. outside. Where it's like there's not really a crust. Like the pizza kind of goes all the way yeah. back. And then it's like and all then it's crunchy perfectly on crispy. on the, yeah. Yes. But if that's also what you really like, Reginelli's has Detroit style pizza, which is what oh, okay. that is. Good to know. And it's like... Wait, so second we'll kind of pizza, Detroit style pizza, Detroit style which is pizza. not like deep dish because that's just we should stop doing deep dish pizza. That's okay. just not great. <laughs> okay, it's just not. It's just like a mountain of cheese. No one likes it. Anyway, just, <laughs> I just assume that about everyone. Be like no one likes it. It's person fine. Who loves deep dish pizza? Yeah. Um, it's fine. It's like the one person in Baton Rouge. Um, <laughs> so and then there's yeah, there's Detroit style pizza is like super <clears throat> crunchy, crunchy on the outside. It's really good. Reginelli's does a really good job with that. Um, and then there is what I would call delivery style pizza but made by like a local place like okay. uh, Reginelli's Rotolo's delivery style but just better is Rotolo's a chain or is it not considered a chain because it's from here I think it's just from here but there are a lot of them are there so like... I would still put that in the not chain realm okay it's like regional okay and regional. they do a good job um, and then there's drunk pizza which is like you don't have to be drunk to eat it just makes more sense it's just like you're not going to order this and you at like two in the afternoon to like eat lunch right. and then be a person again. It's like, it's greasy and it's like, I'm hungry at midnight and I need food. That is where Schlitz and Giggles comes in. Okay. At like drunk, I call it drunk pizza. You don't have to be drunk to eat it. It's <laughs> right. just like 
it's if greasy the sun's out, and like it's not your best judgment if you're eating it at that point. Got it. So yes, delivery, better delivery, drunk pizza. And then there's Italian pizza, which is roca, which is like the way they make it in Naples where pizza like came mm. from. Uh, so it's like that thin kind of charred, like crispy. I think I'm supposed to know this, Neapolitan yeah. style. Neapolitan style. Okay, because my friend Naples. Gavin uh, owns a restaurant yes. in Covington. I've had his pizza. It's really good. It's very good. Yeah. Neapolitan style. That's a... Yeah. I, I didn't so let you down, like, Gavin. That's the like, that's like the mothership of pizza. Right. But okay. that's to say like you can't judge every pizza Against that. as if it's supposed to be that because Makes sense. not everything's trying to be that. For sure. Makes sense. I could write a thesis if we needed me to. You could. You got the writing skills pizza. and the food skills. I'm looking forward to your blog. Thank you. So Maybe everyone, my first one will be about four kinds of pizza. That's That would be solid. I feel like you could probably write 2,000 words on it. Probably. Like in depth. And, but I'm going to double space it and put extra spaces after right. the period. Just and wide margins people. to like fill up. Are we talking about high school reports? Mm-hmm. Is that, okay, good. Just yeah. infuriate people. <laughs> right. <laughs> um, okay. What other kind of foods? Um, let me see. Again, I'm not super cultured, so I gotta like go through my what's the, I, my favorite food? Steak. What's the best steak? What's your fine dining? What's your fine dining option? Here? Okay, Carl. I'm sorry. That's no, you're right. I would go, I would we'll go there. Go to get steak. I'm sorry. That's true. Is, is steak fine dining? I think it is. It's it's well, usually expensive. That's true. Yes. What's the best steak you ever had? Are you a steak person? Not a huge steak person, okay. but I will uh, say that means you have to try really hard to impress me because I'm really not a huge steak eater. But Doe's makes sense. Really does do a really good job. You like Doe's? Yeah. Okay. Cool. Um, all right. Fine dining. But then, like, Doze is, like, not necessarily fine dining because it's not, like... They have checkered tablecloths. It ain't that classy in there. No, but it's ain't. just good. Yeah. So, like, if... There is a distinction. I'm, I'm wrong. I stand corrected. It's weird to say, like, if you're whining and dining someone <laughs> who's like me, it is not, like... I don't... It doesn't have to be, like, a fireplace and fancy and nice. Like, is the food good? Let's right. talk about my priorities. Whereas, like, some people's priorities is, like, it's such a nice place and the service is wonderful. And I guess that's a thing. So, so yeah. how do you feel about service? Is it make or break? Um, like, it's not make or break. It's like I expect some some quality of like good service. Are you still going to post? If I get up and no one like folds my napkin into a swan, it's fine. Are you still going to post a delicious dish even if you have crappy service? Um, yeah. Okay. I might say so. I might just be like, hey, they didn't really have it together this day, but the food was good. Right. So I'm staying true to the yeah the mantra, especially because a lot of times I'm trying a restaurant that's fairly new. And I like to give them the That's benefit true, yeah. of the doubt of like they might be working out the kinks. Right. Yes. Yeah. Service is like maybe that's why Chick Fil A is so good because their service is their food's like okay, right? But their service okay. is the best. I'm gonna make a plug here. And their fast food, but this is sort of a caveat, sort of makes sense. Okay. During the whole uh, chicken sandwich debate of 2019. Yeah. Uh, my husband and I left at the exact same time and we were equidistant to a Chick-fil-A and a Popeye's and this was during like the Popeye's chicken sandwich craze okay. of 2019 and I went to Chick-fil-A and he went to Popeye's and he got back like 20 minutes before me wow. with Popeye's and I was sitting in the drive through at Chick-fil-A wow that's surprising I know and they had the that chicken sandwich that is anecdotal information about people saying that right. Chick-fil-A service is great and Popeye's is terrible but we did it wow you beat the system. We did. But they weren't, they had the chicken sandwich for him. They, they had it. Not? Okay. He this got was, it. It was fantastic. This was before the drought. This is before the drought. Right. Yeah. <laughs> and um, now it's like apparently back again and just no one cares. Yeah. And who is it that is coming out with another chicken sandwich? Everybody. Everybody. Yeah. yeah. But there was somebody that was like, why are you doing chicken sandwich? I can't remember who it was. Anyways, uh, which one was better, Chick-fil-A or Popeye's? It was Popeye's. Why is anyone even having this debate? Like, it's definitely Popeye's. Wow. This is bold. Straight away. Yeah. 
She didn't hesitate. I didn't have the... Did you have the regular one and the spicy one? Yeah. Okay. I never had the spicy one. I just had the regular one. We had the regular and the spicy of both. Okay. <laughs> it was an intense lunch. Wow. It's a really intense lunch. I, 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 uh, I ate the Popeye's chicken sandwich, and I was like, I wish this wasn't a sandwich. I would just eat the chicken. Just eat the chicken. Yeah. So I like the Chick-fil-A one better, but I didn't have the spicy one, which apparently is way better than... Yeah. But if we're gonna, if I'm gonna do the thing I'm supposed to do, I should throw a plug in for the Billy Ray Cyrus at the Overpass Merchant. Oh, it is the actual best chicken sandwich. The name of the sandwich is Billy Ray Cyrus. Yeah, it is Billy Ray Cyrus. I was like, where did you see Billy Ray Cyrus? I guess it's like a spin on like, it's, I guess, meant to be like Nashville hot chicken. Anyway, it's called the Billy Ray Cyrus. You can only get it at lunch, and it's amazing. Okay, cool. Write that down, Chase, that's listening back to this podcast right now. He's very busy. He's only available at lunch. (laughs) Right. Um, Okay, did we do, oh, fine dining. we, We didn't do fine dining. Those dining. doesn't count. Um, okay. Mansur's is really, really good food in that kind of like fine dining atmosphere if that's like your thing. But okay. it's also like sometimes there's a piano player. It's very like fancy in there. It sounds classy. Um, yeah, there. there's like white tablecloths. They like swipe the breadcrumbs off your table. Nice. They give you really good crunchy French bread and then like wipe the breadcrumbs off your table as if you did something wrong. <laughs> I'm like, you gave me this bread. <laughs> right. And it's super crunchy. I wonder if they do that just so they could wipe the crumbs off. Make it extra crispy. so fancy though. It really does. It really does. And then, but their food is really good. And they they have a really like young chef who I think is like really hustling. I think he was like on Top Chef recently. Oh, really? Nice. Yeah, so I think he's like really getting out there. But Mansur's is like fine dining, like in the traditional fine dining sense, and the food's fantastic. Okay, solid, sweet. Mansur's on the Boulevard. Mansur's on the Boulevard, and in that's a strip mall uh, on Corporate Boulevard, right across from Lamar. Yes. Nice. Which is the number one place that I am taken to dinner, which is awesome. Sweet. It's not cheap. Right. Um, okay. Who has the best uh, chicken wings? Chicken wings. You're you're rolling back into the food territory. Wait, no, I can answer this. Chow yun fat, hands down. Okay, solid. Um, I, I they're theirs. not they traditional. They're like I guess like Asian inspired too. They're fantastic. Yeah. They have like literally something they call crack crunch on them. Okay. It is what it's. It is what it says. It is. It's like yeah, possibly it's really crack good. cocaine or. Yeah, it doesn't matter though. Got it. What about uh, chicken fingers? I don't. I told you I'm not cultural. Then, I so we'll get around to it. Have never ordered chicken fingers at a restaurant. Love it. Okay. Yeah. I'm an idiot. Oh. Okay. That's, here we go. I would encourage you to also maybe not order chicken fingers at a restaurant. Appreciate that. I'll take that. Is it chicken fingers what canes? Unless you're talking about canes. Yeah. yeah I was. Good. I was hoping you say canes. But that's fine. We'll move on. No. I'm just kidding. <laughs> is there any other like, place? She's judging. We'll move on. I guess there's Zaxby's to compare. How dare you? I'm just saying, like, where, oh, I've where had else? Zaxby's once because it was like given to me, and I was like, "Why are we eating this?" But where else Agreed. do you get chicken fingers? Smart. That's why I'm, I'm asking. Why is that even a category? All right, it, it was just the, it was just category. a simple branch from the chicken wing. So what we learned about brain process, burgers, okay. chicken wings, and I think Ryan's, I started off Ryan. in my defense. I think I started all, this off saying I'm not cultured. Okay, um, I did have another one, then and now, now I forget. Uh, let's see, barbecue. Italian. Okay, barbecue. <laughs> I recently had a pretty heated debate with. Uh, someone from Texas about how like Louisiana just is bombing the barbecue game. But so and you won said debate. Uh, no, I kind of uh. was like, I'm gonna probably have to go with you on that one. <laughs> okay. Um, but they there was this guy named Barbosa's Barbecue who used to do pop ups at the Overpass Merchant. Where would he go? He moved to Colorado. I thought okay. I've been I follow him on Instagram, we and like, I've been seeing him in Denver, and so I'm like, Dude, I like think come we're back. friends, or he thinks I'm a crazy person come who just sent him Rouge. messages a lot about where he's cooking. <laughs> um, he's a really nice guy. I, I thought he went up there for like a, a long week or something, and then and then he never came. Just back. hadn't come back. Yeah. Like, anyway, he did the like, you know, he like cuddled with his brisket at night or whatever you have to do to make nice. it like really really good, and it was really really. It's good. like what I had Carl someone, wants to do. I had someone to pop up at. Um, 
oh, uh, three roll estate, the yeah. distillery downtown yeah. at an event they did. And I was just like, I, I, I want all of that, that entire brisket. I it's want so it. good. But that's such a bad answer for me to give because now I think you can't have it. Mm-hmm. Even though it's not my fault, I've literally posted his stuff on Instagram like a thousand times and been like, people, I'm serious. And yeah. now he's gone. I saw a 225 Magazine has a big uh, <clears throat> article. They do. I want to try some about. of those places. I've never had Jay's Barbecue, and I think that's like a Baton traditional like thing. What's your favorite barbecue then? It seems um, like it's your realm. F- so I'm not a huge barbecue person. I don't know why because I love meat. But I'm never like, let's go eat barbecue. Carl loves barbecue. Okay. No, I'm Carl, saying, I'm saying mine's, mine's, mine's your favorite. Barbecue. Carl's barbecue is my favorite. Oh, okay. My yeah. second favorite, I like Hannah. That's Q. like me if you ask me, like, what's your favorite gumbo? And I'm like, it's the one me or my family made. Nice. That's ridiculous. Yeah, yeah. For sure. Hannah Q. You Hannah Q. There. Yeah, yeah. So it was Hannah really good. Q, really good. Um, I am from Gonzales, which for all the uh, Sorrento, but whatever, it's close enough. Yep. For, all, Sorrento, for everything that? that it is, it is the jambalaya capital of the world, and we take that quite seriously. Um, and so Hannah Q is a little bit outside the realm of what I think jambalaya like should be, but okay. it is so smoky because I think they use the meat from like the smoked barbecue they make, and it's fantastic. Um, it's weird. I don't know if you would like. I don't think you would walk into Hannah Q and be like, "Yeah, I want some jambalaya." Oh, no, but I'm, it's I'm really, trying to figure really out good. why is this a conversation? You don't go to Hannah Q and get jambalaya. But I thought that too. Actually, maybe they you were should. just like giving out samples at like White Light Night or something when they hadn't opened yet, and I was like, "Holy crap, this barbecue is okay. like really good." Nice. Dang. But again, you would not order it because. Why would you, you go get to, that you go there barbecue, barbecue place? Because it's barbecue. But I think the meat in it was smoky, like from the smoker, and then they make jambalaya with it. Mm. So, um, okay, you, said, you mentioned earlier that you eat a lot of vegetarian food, also. So, what's I know they have the vegan restaurant now on Government Street. MJ's. MJ's, MJ's is really good. So, is that is there? I don't. I literally like. I know less about vegan or vegetarian options than I do mm-hmm. about homegrown restaurants. So, what options are there for? Those people. So besides uh, MJ's. Well, okay. So I'll tell you what the vegetarian is just no meat. Okay. Um, right. So a lot of vegetarians, cheese, milk, eggs, that's still all good. Right. Vegan, no cheese, milk, no eggs, animal stuff, no animal stuff at all. Right. Um, Those people are sinners. Yes. By the way. So the <laughs> vegan people. No, eat, they're all gonna milk. outlive us. They're gonna be great. <laughs> um, I like could I could probably be vegetarian. I could totally be vegetarian. I think so. No. Vegan's no, tough because no cheese mm. is True. delicious. No dairy at all. And yeah. cheese and milk. Right. Yeah, it's tough. With ice. But those people are definitely going to outlive us. Um, I disagree, but we can move. <laughs> <laughs> it's not important. It's not why we're here. Um, but so, but I will say, like, every culture of food other than, like, American food, like, they cook vegetarian food just by nature of their culture. So it's like, if you go to, like, an Indian restaurant or a Thai restaurant, there just are tons of vegetarian options, not mm-hmm. because they made that choice con- consciously, but just because every culture aside from America is right. like, yeah, we eat vegetables. They're good. Cool. And they cook them really well, which is the difference. Like, if you go to, like, um, Bay Leaf, which I highly recommend for Indian food, it's really good. And, like, probably 60% of the menu is vegetarian just because they nice. cook good vegetables. And it's all fantastic. Uh, is that the one on Essen Lane? That is over on... It's the other side of Baton Rouge again. Oh, the side you're not familiar with? Yeah. <laughs> it might also be on Corsi. Corsi is like the, the black hole of restaurants. It's where I get really Air, her, her map ends at Airline. <laughs> just type in Bayleaf and you'll find it. Got it. Um, Are there multiple ones? No, there's just the one. Okay, just the one so people can't get yeah. confused. And it's okay. pretty, it's like nice inside. Like it's, um, it's not so, like Rama. Not like Rama. So if I wanted to... Because I, I think I was talking to somebody recently about uh, Indian food. I've, I've never actually eaten at an Indian oh, restaurant. So good. And I'm like, I don't like Indian food. But a lot of people I've talked to recently are like, 
saying that they love Indian food. So is that the place that I should try yeah, to try Indian totally food? Yeah, totally beef. Um, I would say, okay, anyone who eats rice and gravy and bread would eat Indian food. Okay. 90% of Indian food is rice, some kind of gravy that's fantastic, and bread. Okay, cool. And it's just the gravy is like a form of curry. It's probably kind of spicy, but it's going to be super flavorful. And there's either veggies in it or meat or anything. And then they give you um, like bread, which is cooked in like a cast iron oven. So it's super crispy, but also super like thin and chewy on the inside. Nice. And then you just order a whole bunch of stuff for the table. <clears throat> also, other cultures tend to eat like there's just a bunch of food on the table and mm-hmm. you just like have at it with your friends. So you can order, like, bring friends because you'll want to order, like, four or five things, and they'll just put it all on the middle of the table for you, and you just, like, dip bread and rice and stuff and eat it. Cool. That's how Thailand, wa- Thailand yeah. was. Just awesome. Yeah. For the record. Um, so don't be afraid it. of Indian food. It looks, like, scary, but I it's am really af- just rice and gravy. I think that's what it is. It's I'm really just rice and gravy. Okay. Yeah, I think that might be it. I got to go. get brave and go to Bay Leaf. Um, I'm, just remember- I'm just realizing, I've got plenty more, by the way, that we're going to go through, but I'm just realizing we talked about the nasty takeout Chinese, mm-hmm. but I don't think we talked about... The good Chinese. Oh, what I was going to say is chai on fat. You did talk about it's that. It's like Sorry. dumplings and like noodles. That's and right. You did way, say that. The way you should. Okay, then adjacent, what's the best sushi in town? Um, Also, probably two schools of thought there. Because okay. there's like sushi yama, which is like, I don't really care how it looks inside, but like the sushi's good, but it's not that expensive. But then um, I think rock and sake does a good job. Okay. But I also think sushi is one of those things people get heated about. They do. And everyone will say I'm wrong. No matter what I say, people will be like, she's wrong. She knows nothing. People are are hot about sushi. Geisha. Have you been to Geisha? Only once um, in a weird period of my life where I was allergic to seafood. So can't really Like a short period you were allergic to seafood? For like seven years. (laughs) Oh. Yeah. But not Um, anymore? No, not anymore. I outgrew it. I outlived it. I beat it. Interesting. Um, Yeah. I'm ready for my wife. That to can happen it. to you. Right. Yeah. His wife's allergic to seafood. I it started when I was like, probably like a t- like young teenager, and I'm I started like Britain. in and off having like reactions, and then I like waited a long time, and just one day like put my finger in the wind and was like, today is the day I'm gonna go get tested for seafood allergies again. And the doctor was like, I think you're good. Nice. Just like tread lightly. And so I was like, good luck. Who's got the best seafood? Seafood in general. That was very. Yeah. There's broad. like a million different types of seafood, broad. but. I don't eat a lot at a ton of like Louisiana restaurants. Even though like, Louisiana Lanyap does a good job with seafood, so does Mansur's. Makes does a great job with fish. Fish is temperamental, but I will like said said I don't always eat steak, but I'll order fish at certain restaurants. And if you can cook fish good, I'm like in. Mansur's cooks fish really well. Um, okay, who's got the best crawfish? Mm-hmm. I think the majority of us eat crawfish at people's houses. People have asked me this, and I'm like. I've had Tony's, like, but you, then you got to go to Tony's, and I think you still have to eat it at home. But I think right. the consensus outside of, like, I'm going to a place to eat crawfish is Willie's. Willie's? Yeah. Which is on? Corsi. Corsi. It is on Corsi. Everything I don't know about is on Corsi. <laughs> there's, I, I, that's, there's also a little little bitty, like, article in 225. I don't ever read 225, but I just did. And they're asking a lot of people, and two people of the four, I think, said Sammy's was R.I.P., they're, yeah. they're their go-to place for crawfish. Someone bought Sammy's. Yeah. Uh, Sabler bought Sammy's. Sabler bought yeah. Sammy's. And so it'll be back open. keeping it Sammy's? He's keeping yeah. that one at least Sammy's, yes. Yeah. But I'm it's just saying that's that's where a lot of people that I've read or heard, like yeah. that's what they did. Was see, it's right by my house. That's that's where they went for their crawfish. I've never bought crawfish outside of sack to boil. Mm. I've actually heard good things about like Acadian and Perkins. There's just like a truck, like a food truck 
but you get them to go, so I guess you have to eat them at home. In the parking lot right there? In the parking the, lot. Uh, but there are always cow. like 30 people standing out there getting Sweet. crawfish. They must be doing something right. That's pretty solid. Um, what about oysters? Are you an oysters person? Uh, no. I feel like there's a lot of people that love oysters around here. I will I eat, hate oysters. like, if there's a table full of oysters, I'll eat like two, and I don't mind them. But oysters are like a gamble because you might bite into something weird, mm-hmm. and then I'm out. Right, yeah, or die because... <laughs> Oysters kill Let's people. Go to the extreme. That's really extreme. I think <laughs> you Drago's might get a little. I've sick. heard of people dying. Is from Dragos oysters. open? Yeah, Dragos I think open, so. Yeah. Yeah. Is it Dragos or Dragos? I hear people say Uh-oh. Dragos. Okay, well, I'm wrong. Uh, that but, happens a lot. I've heard Dragos. But so Hooked on Phonics would say Dragos. Have you been there yet? <laughs> no, I've been to the one in New Orleans. I yeah, think, a long been time. The one in New Orleans. I didn't know if you'd been check this place. Yeah, out. Yeah, but not being a huge oyster eater. Um, it's not powerful. I mean, they make good. I've. know they make good po'boys and stuff, but like. There's other places I guess I go for that. Mm-hmm. I'll make my way there. It still looks crazy, so. What's your favorite Poboy place? Uh, Jed's. Hands down. Jed's nice. is killing it. I like Jed's. So good. I've been there a couple of times. Pretty solid. Have you been to Jed's, Carl? I don't even know what Jed's is. Jed's local Poboy. They're on Jefferson. Really good. Right by Government Street. They make um, a little oh. out of the box. Not out of the box, but it's not traditional. But they make a buffalo shrimp blue cheese Poboy. Wow. Ridiculous. It's wow. so good. Um, what about Italian food? Oh, I feel strongly about this. Okay. okay. There's a lot of decent Italian food in Baton Rouge. People will be like, Gino's, Nino's. Mm. Uh, <laughs> yeah, he's like, mm, yeah. <laughs> so, yeah, people who don't even, like, go outside the boxer have, like, been to either Nino's or Gino's, and they're both good, and Giulio's um, also good. But why is everyone paying, like, double the price for Italian food when Panetta's is better than all of it and, like, half the price? Panetta's. Panetta's. Okay. Never this? heard of Panetta's. Panetta's also doesn't necessarily look like it's a restaurant. Okay. Um, it's just like in a, in a really old strip mall part of town. It's tiny and tucked away in the corner. It's very dark inside and very small, but it is like their red sauces. Is it on Corsi? No, it's on Perkins <laughs> by the overpass. Okay. I can I know that one. That's, it's your, that's your place. It, yeah, it is. It's Yeah, location is. We all eat nearby us. Why? But, but whatever's happening under the Perkins overpass right yeah. now is just flooding with good restaurants. Magical right now. I was going to say, what is yeah. it about the Perkins overpass and Government Street that's got... I don't know. Are they all just like, they just set up shop together? Or? I don't know if it's just like young professionals like live in those areas and they those people tend to eat out more or if it's something about proximity to local... Maybe. So it's oh, called Panetta's? Panetta's. I'm going to have to check that out because I'm always down for a good, a good pasta. Yeah, it is... It's incredible, and it's, like, significantly less expensive than all these other nice. places people, like, rave about. Which, I'm not mad about those places. They're good. It's just, like, why are we freaking out about Nino's, Gino's? You said it's small and, and So small. Dark. So intimate. It's, like, get, so quaint. Yeah. You have to get reservations and No, such. they don't even take reservations. They're <laughs> just, like, you'll wait. It's fine. <laughs> oh, wow. Okay. Which, you know, sometimes it means you know you're good. when you're, Or, like, if a place only takes cash, I'm like, it must be good. place only takes cash. Every now and then. Have wow. any of these places you've said so far? No. No, Panetta's yeah. takes takes okay. credit cards too but I just mean like when a place only takes yeah, cash right. still in 2020 you're like well it must be good why are people that's still true. bothering that's true um, okay so let's say you are uh, like what's your I wouldn't say default but what's like a place that besides Overpass Merchant because we've already established yeah. that but Orama Orama okay if you uh, if you want to like you know you, you don't have like the evening but you want to get something not fast food but kind of quick where are you going to go Jed's would be awesome for that relatively quick um Elsie's if there isn't a line okay is really good like casual pretty quick food that's just fantastic um but even still that they've been around for probably two years now they still might run into a line at Elsie's which is kind of crazy that's great 
yeah, but it's really good. Cool. So you, I'm sorry. Uh, so, what? what go ahead. <laughs> go ahead. You mentioned Waffle House a minute ago. I love Waffle House. I had a breakfast place the other day for the first time. Didn't even know it existed. But is there a hands down best place to get breakfast in Baton Rouge? I don't. I don't think I've gone to eat breakfast. Wow. Ever brunch? That's a different brunch, category. Sure. Yeah, but. brunch is kind of a different like thing, but it's yeah. like I can make a pancake. Okay. I don't know. So you just, just have no respect yeah. for breakfast cooks. Like, I, I can do it. I what respect you do. that someone else made me a pancake, but <laughs> it's like, you know, just. Well, you said I Waffle House that. so quick. I didn't know if that was like the answer oh, to your breakfast you know, go to. Again, that's because it's like somewhere. midnight and I'm hungry again. And, right. And there's Waffle House. And it's good. Chain restaurant. Interesting. I was just curious. That, that was a category we kind of left out. Was I didn't know my entire life that Waffle House was like possibly primarily a Southern thing. I just assumed a Waffle House was everywhere you would ever go. Mm. And that is not true. Sucks for the Northerners. They have IHOP. Trash. Yeah, trash. Garbage. My wife and I went to uh, the newest Waffle House in town for Valentine's Day. And it was it's over by our house. And we uh, we had pretty you know questionable service, but they were still figuring it out, like you mentioned yeah. earlier. And I was kind of like, man... I, I don't really think they do place. the thing anymore where they like shout out the food in the restaurant and stuff, and I kind of miss that. They they were that night. They did it. Yeah, yeah. it makes me nice. happy. It was fun, but they were still figuring out the, the one code. College and things. doesn't like holler out your food anymore. Oh, that's no fun. I like I learned I learned what they holler out. Like got two hash browns, double covered, whatever, yada yada. <laughs> Cap chunked, chilled. Yeah. Oh yeah, all those things. Yeah. Anyways, <laughs> sorry. That's all. I, I was just curious about breakfast because I'm a big breakfast fan. Yeah. I have heard really good things about Simple Joe's though. It's like That's over by Radio Bar. Oh uh, yeah. I never even knew it existed, and a friend from doesn't even live here. I think here it's just the there. kind of breakfast you would cook yourself, but someone made it for you. It's real good. I went to uh, I went to Simple Joe's once and walked up to pull to go in. The door was locked; they were closed, and I haven't tried to go again. Burned you. So yeah, they burned yeah. me. Um, okay, so I saw you post on Instagram the other day, uh, like a construction zone. Mm-hmm. And it said house. So are y'all building a house? Or? We are adding on to a house in Mid-City. Okay. Which um, I don't... So today is March the 4th. March 4th. And the sun's been out this week. But let's all just take a minute and think about the last time that the sun was out. Right. It's been a while. That's how long I've been waiting on a foundation. Oh, wow. Okay. <laughs> um, but they poured it this week and I'm super excited. So we have one of those really old, tiny cottages in Mid-City. Yeah. And we're trying to make it a slightly less old, slightly bigger cottage in Mid-City. Solid. Cool. Super excited. So are you like into the, uh, like the, the, uh, whatever the style is, the, like the mid city homes and the, yeah, decoration, it's kind of like and... you can't, you can't really venture too far out. It is a cottage. So like it's very like mid century modern, kind of like trying to stay true to when the house was built, I guess. Um, and that's trendy right now. So it's pretty easy to do. Right. I'm not trying to like over trend it. Right. What are y'all adding on? Um, a bedroom, bathroom. A real closet, which is not a thing you can just buy in Mid City, and Very a laundry true. room because my laundry was previously outside. Oh, right. Every house I, we're trying to move, and every house yeah, in Mid City that I look thing. like, I uh, look at, it's got the washer and dryer on the back porch. I'm yeah. always like, Ugh. it's a thing. There so, houses. It's it, what makes the neighborhood really cute, but it's also, you know, not, not ideal. great. Right. But now you're going to have a laundry room. I am inside. Excellent. A human. Great. <laughs> like a real person. Um, okay. So the uh, ePatterners account, what's your. Uh, What's like your, not end goal, but like what? Where are you going with it? Are you comfortable with what you're doing now? We talked about maybe starting a blog for in-depth reviews. Is there yeah. other 
things that you'd that. like to try with Maybe it. Maybe some sort of like email newsletter situation. But really, what we all want in life is 10,000 followers so I can just link to things. Right. Mm. Where are you at? That, like eight. 88. 88. I just looked at it. Oh, uh, just, just the last person I interviewed. Did you just follow me? I did. Oh, <laughs> nice. The um, last person I interviewed actually was Jordan Heffler. She's a photographer. I, and we she both feel strongly about this. And she was the same this. exact thing. Yes. And it's like, I'm not going to do a thing to like buy them or get their whatever. 84, 50. I'm so close, guys. Please Come follow on. me. Help her um, out. Because I just want to like link to stuff. Right. Is that a stupid end goal? No, that's a great. Just want to link to things. What I don't know what do I'm linking to. We feel very passionately want about wanting that for everyone. Yeah. Yeah. I think Instagram should say like $1,000. You can have it. I know people would pay the feature. for it. I'd pay for it. A lot of right. people would pay for it. I would for As work. As previously stated, I'm currently adding on to a house. So. <laughs> right, true. But maybe in another time. I would, I would convince my work to pay yeah. for it. <laughs> so I just want to link to things, you know? But I hope... Um, What's what's a fun thing that's happened as a side effect of this is I get invited to a lot of like restaurant openings yes. and those are really fun. So mm-hmm. I'm hoping to get on more radars for stuff like that because those are really fun. Cool. Do people give you free food? Sometimes, yeah. Like, um, like so restaurant times? openings are typically like it's clear like this is I am inviting you. Nice. Under the impression you'll hopefully say some nice things and right. I'll feed you some food. There's the other. I've met a lot of the other like bloggers who do the same bloggers. I don't know what I'll call us. Instagram people is usually what I say. Okay. I Influencer. met the other Instagram people. <laughs> Influencer. It's a weird word. Not really. It's fine. <laughs> I hope someone looks at my feed and it's like, I'll eat that. But um, I've met them all. And so we'll all, we've kind of gotten to know each other. So we'll all kind of be at the same restaurant openings and stuff. And we, they feed us and we take pictures. And it's not at all weird to take pictures in those scenarios, course, which is yeah. nice. Um, so those are really fun. So I hope to do more of those. Cool. Otherwise, people are cryptic about reaching out to you sometimes they'll just be like hey we'd love for you to come in and I'm like are you gonna give me a bill or no right no one pays me to write anything and I don't I don't want to get into that I don't think of like no I don't I don't want to do that I want everything I write to truly be like right this is food I ate and enjoyed if you ever see me say I'm at a restaurant and then everything vanishes um because if you don't have anything nice to say don't say anything at all okay so you would so yeah. you wouldn't put a bad no review. I'm not say anything bad I'll just not say anything which is fine right also, food is really subjective, so I'm not gonna like, I'm gonna blow up someone for food I didn't like mm-hmm. when someone else might think it's good. So, you know, this is just me. It's like this is what I think about some food, um, and I think I have a decent like. I know when something's cooked correctly or like undercooked or overcooked or dry or not seasoned like that. I have the basics of, but sometimes food's preference and. So yeah, I'm not gonna blow anybody up. Right. Um, have you ever gone to a place and didn't like it, but then liked yeah. it the next and then time? It closed. Oh, and then it closed. So, wow. yeah. Turns out I wasn't the only one. So no one's redeemed themselves from your first bad impression? Oh, yeah. No, that definitely happens. And more in terms of, like, service. So I have, like, something, like, oh, okay, took yeah. a long time or wasn't ideal or they're working out the kinks and stuff like that. And then I've gone back and been like, okay, they've gotten it together. Like, Gotcha. It's good. Um, so you like to travel. Uh, I've seen you yeah. traveling around a good bit. What's, um, what's like, your favorite cultural food outside of uh, America. So I mentioned that we were just in Mexico City. Yep. Um, I was also in Mexico City the exact same weekend the previous year because we went okay. and the food was so good that we were just like, let's just go again. Wow. Which I very rarely am just like, let's do back-to-back same vacations. A whole vacation um, just because the food's so good. Yeah, just cause, oh, all my vacations are because the food's so good. Uh, okay. Like, don't don't try to make me go somewhere where there's not <laughs> good food. I'll right. just be like, oh, why are we here? Um, but luckily, like most other places that are like, destination oriented also have great food which is nice Um, but yeah most of my trips are planned around there's a thing I want to eat at a place I want to go cool and we do that thing but Mexico City food is extraordinary 
and very inexpensive. Other than there's a few like Michelin star, like very mm-hmm. like top 20 in the world restaurants there that are still relatively affordable, but more, more expensive than like. Right. I had one of the best meals of my life in Mexico City and we got the bill and I think it was like $14 per person. Dang. It's a crazy story. And I was like, was this, is this for just me? And they're like, that's <laughs> for the table. And I was like, oh, okay. Wow. I, uh, so the two, two co-workers went with me to Thailand and it was a big group, but the two of them went with the guide that was with our group to this Michelin star rated uh, place that did roasted duck and they had like big sampler sized like meals like entrees each of them did and cokes and it was $11 total when they got out yeah. walked out the door and they said it was the best meal all trip I Dang. just feel like <clears throat> I know it's just like a, a different like standard of living and all that stuff but I'm just like you should charge more it's really good <laughs> yeah you can totally you get can $15 more. for yeah. this yeah. Uh, what's some of the other places that you've been for and what was the food that you went for? Uh, so my husband and I are both big pizza, Italian pizza people. So we went to Italy um, for mostly for pizza. Nice. I mean, I know it's Italy, so there's tons to do, but really it was like, let's go to the mothership. And it was legit? Yeah, it was different. Um, Italy's very regionally oriented. So there's this very specific food in every little part of the place. So everywhere you'd go, you get a very different version of like the same dish, which you would think it's all just like, carbs and sauces but somehow like every little place is like so like rome the pizza is not like what you think italian pizza is like it's Mm. very like sheet pan oriented they just like cut you off a chunk of it and like hand it to you in the street so it's different than the italian pizza like we think of so that was interesting to find out um Mm. see i've done that trying to work my way to like spain and morocco okay cool i love indian food but i would really want i would need someone to take me i've actually eaten moroccan food in Morocco. Yeah, that I would. In love Disney to World. Do. In Morocco and Disney <laughs> yeah. World. Who knows? Maybe they got it right. Disney World makes excellent churros. Disney World That's makes just random. Right I'm kind of curious about domestically. What's the best, some of the best cities you've gone to with the best food scene? Uh, Chicago does a really good job. I don't know if that's just because they share like size of it. Austin does a really good job with food. Mm-hmm. Being like, cre- I guess because it's such a creative city that you can go to like what is will just be labeled like an American restaurant, but they've done such a good job like innovating and being interesting and stuff Weird. like that. Um, and <laughs> if, and even like in New Orleans, my favorite restaurants are not Creole restaurants. They're um, like Shia is Alan Shia now. It was he owns Shia. He doesn't own Shia anymore. Now he owns one called Saba, which is also Israeli and it's incredible. And hmm. then like um, Compare Le Pen is a Caribbean like restaurant in New Orleans. Incredible. So like people associate New Orleans I guess with Creole food and if you're visiting sure eat the Creole food but there's so much other good stuff there that's not Creole mm-hmm. so it's actually a really good place for all sorts of food you I probably to, like, dig in I'm in I'm in New Orleans a lot for work and I probably never I don't think I've ever eaten like a, a real Creole I think yeah. maybe two jacks mm-hmm. oh yeah two jacks I've yeah. had I think that's kind of like traditional place yeah Giacomo is like yeah. this like traditional um, but for the most part I'm eating not Mm-hmm. The the New Orleans. Yeah, norm. so when people are like visiting New Orleans, like where should I eat? I'm like, oh, I actually, I haven't been to most of the traditional like mm-hmm. Creole nice like restaurants there. I know mm-hmm. if, I know I've had a few of them and know that they're all good because if you're a Creole restaurant in New Orleans and you're not good, you won't even make it. But other stuff there is incredible. Saba is still my favorite restaurant in New Orleans, and it's Israeli. That's cool. And it's amazing. Never heard of it. I I have eaten out in New Orleans a couple of times. I don't really go. But good to know. We'll try. Yeah, but we're luckily one. just like right down the block from one of the best food cities. Right. Absolutely. Ever. Um, speaking of New Orleans, who has better beignets? 
Cafe Dumont or Coffee Call? Coffee Call. Solid. You Cafe Dumont, I think just the sheer, because the sheer volume they do is so inconsistent. Nice. I was just talking to somebody, and I hope that you're listening, person that I was talking to. They were like, you're insane. Why are you even talking? They thought I was trolling them because I was saying Coffee Call no, had better venues. Great. Also, there's um, in Sorrento, the only restaurant that existed when I was going out, there's one called Coffee House, and they make fantastic venues. Nice. It's is literally it like a Cajun, like old Cajun house that's a right off the Sorrento exit called Coffee Call. Still there. Fantastic. Sweet. It's in like a little Cajun village. It's cute. Nice. I've seen that. It's like where you're, you get off the interstate and then you take a lift pretty much mm-hmm. right away. Yeah. yeah. It's cute. Interesting. I have to check Great that out. Great venues. Cool. I've, I've passed it a lot of times and said, I should stop there one day whenever I'm driving by here. <laughs> I will. Get some venues. The, uh, the friends of yours who have the Hot Tails restaurant, mm-hmm. uh, they're opening a restaurant in Baton Rouge, right? Yes, Prairieville. In Prairieville, okay. I, people get heated about whether... I literally was like stoked when because their food is... I know... I've been once. It's really, really it good. It's potential unbiased because they're friends of mine, but seriously, their food's fantastic and like will potentially put you in a food coma. But if you're looking <laughs> for Cajun food in Louisiana, I'm so excited now that they're going to be close by because that's definitely where I'll send people. Sweet. Like Typically, I'd say Chimes, which is... You know, the restaurant and the vibe and the experience and the po'boys are good and the gumbo is good, but their food is like, that's definitely where I'm going to send people. That one's going to be called Hot Tails too? Yeah. Okay. And cool. it's incredible. And he's got a TV show. He does. Or did. Yeah, Cajun Aces. Super Solid. cool to watch. Um, they're awesome. They're good people and their food's incredible. So I'm super pumped about that opening. Cool. I'm going to food coma myself on the reg. You're going to get a banana <laughs> that day? Place. Yeah, banana breakfast, food coma, lunch and dinner. Solid. Um, tell me about, because I know we have limited time because you have to hit up a really cool Mid-City event. Plug for Latco Comedy. Yeah, holler at your uh, at your boy, Latco. I definitely want to go check them out. Tonight, is it improv tonight? Yeah. Okay. And they do it re- weekly? Every Wednesday. They have shows. Every yeah. Wednesday they have improv they, like, shows. They are changing shows, but they have shows every Wednesday. Sweet. Um, so I was going to ask you, what's some other like events and things that uh, around Baton Rouge that you enjoy going to for the food or other yeah, things? Yeah, totally. Uh, Lacko's awesome. Love them. Always laugh. They're so good. Um, I love events like White Light Night, mm-hmm. mostly just walking around my neighborhood, seeing my neighbors, friends, whatever, eating. Also, White Light Night's an awesome place for, since government streets changing like so rapidly every day, every, there's two, there's like White Light Night in the fall and Hot Art Cool Nights in the spring or the other way around. Something like that, yeah. Something like that. They're both essentially the same concept. Mm -hmm. But since government streets getting new restaurants like crazy, they're also um, good places, good chances to try restaurants before they open because they'll have like a giveaway or a pop-up or they'll kind of preview and they'll have like samples and stuff. So you can kind of pop in and see like what's up and coming on nights like that, which I think is really fun. Cool. Sweet. Um, have you thought about doing a food podcast? I have not. Would you want to do a food podcast? I love to talk about food. Right. You just did one. I think one. that would be awesome. I don't know if anyone will listen. Your own I mean, Eat Baton Rouge podcast. I have coworkers who sometimes are like, Aaron, when you talk about food, the excitement on your face is like... It's like you Maybe just should like be a become video another person. Yeah, I don't know. <laughs> then I have to like change on my workout clothes. Um, yeah, but I actually, I, if anyone ever wants to talk to me about food, I'm game. Sweet. Cool. Well, thank you again so much for coming and chatting. Yeah. I, uh, I feel like we like barely got into stuff, but we talked for a long time about food. I guess you just talk about food forever. You can always do it again. I'm definitely I'll have a new list of restaurants, that. hopefully. 
Right. That's true. Another thing is like it's ongoing. Things are new. Things are happening all the time. A lot, which is really exciting in batteries right now. What's the what's the uh, besides the Modesto? What's the uh, newest restaurant opening soon that you're we excited about? We just talked about, about beignets. Why didn't I think about this? Um, there where you, Magpie used to be downtown. Mm-hmm. Oh, which is a really vintage. cool space. The vintage. Yeah. Which I've had in New Orleans and it's really good. And in New Orleans, it's a super cool atmosphere. So I'm hoping they do. Um, and so that recently place is they cool. posted coming soon. So nice. So the vintage close. is a new place. What was it before? Magpie was downtown, Magpie? which was already a cool space. So I'm hoping they. I've been to a party there. Whip it up. Before like a graduation party, and I was like, man, this just the room is. Yeah, it's super really super cool, cool. space. Yeah. So I'm hoping that turns out. Yeah, good. they've been renovating. They got decals and on the windows. Their venues are also and... good and also better than Cafe Dumont. Okay, sweet, but not better than Coffee Call. I don't know. That's I'll, right. I will leave to be found out. Yeah, I'll do a taste test. Sweet, cool. Sounds good. Thanks so much, Aaron. Thank you. Thanks, everybody, for listening to this episode of the Chase Doesn't Know podcast. Another big shout out to Aaron for joining me and talking about food. And if you're not already, make sure that you follow Aaron on Instagram at Eat Baton Rouge and check out what she's posting about and the things that she's eating and message her and ask her where you should go eat because she says she gets some messages, but we should inundate her with a lot more because she loves talking about it. And a big thanks to our sponsor for this episode, Mini Motorways, a mobile game about managing traffic. You can download Mini Motorways on the Apple Arcade Store and you can sign up for an unlimited subscription to the Apple Arcade Store for $4.99 per month. Sign up at apple.com slash chase doesn't know. I hope you enjoyed this episode. Now go eat a bunch of food, not in moderation.